Hi everyone, uh, this is Mark and this is the Mark Hastings Experience and uh, in this podcast uh, I'm going to be talking about everything from poetry to films to uh, TV shows to books and about uh, anything and everything that inspires me and uh, I hope you like what you hear. Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about one of my favourite TV shows. And uh, today, I'm going to be talking about uh, the American mystery, horror, drama television series, which was created by Mark Frost and the legendary David Lynch. Uh, And the TV series is, of course... Twin Peaks, uh, which uh, premiered uh, on the 8th of April 1990 and uh, originally ran for two seasons before its unfortunate cancellation in 1991. However, following the release of the series and over um, over the last 30 years, it has gained a cult following. Um, and has been referenced in many different TV shows um, and in movies and it has been uh, sourced by a lot of producers of um, so-called high-concept TV shows as a a source of inspiration for them Um, because Twin Peaks uh, still to this day is unlike any television series that you may have seen um the series mainly revolved around a mystery and the mystery was uh who killed Laura Palmer and uh Laura Palmer uh, is a character in Twin Peaks that we only get to see throughout the film uh, throughout the the series and throughout the uh the sequel film that was released in 1992 which was called uh, Fire Walk With Me. And in Fire Walk With Me, we actually get to see um, the seven days uh, that uh, preceded Laura Palmer's um, death. Uh, but yes, as I was saying, that the whole mystery of, of the series is uh, this question of who killed Laura Palmer. Uh who, and Laura Palmer, um, within the town of uh, Twin Peaks in uh, Washington, uh, she was a uh, homecoming queen, um, but uh, she was also someone who was uh, um, someone who kept a lot of things from people. She had a she she basically lived a, a double life um, when she was with. Uh, her family, she um, acted like uh, she was uh, as sweet as uh, cherry pie, uh, but behind closed doors, um, she um, sought out uh, uh, drugs, uh, she sought to um, prostitute herself out to, um, to people, um, 
and uh, yeah, she was someone who uh, who really acted in such a way um, because she was uh, she was really reeling from um, being a victim of uh, child sexual abuse um, and uh, probably a lot. Um, a lot of the reasons why she did what she did was due to the fact that she didn't ever feel um, uh, happy in herself. So she, that's why she she constantly found herself uh, being drawn to uh, dangerous men, living a dangerous life. Um, however, you know, to her her parents, she was someone who was sweet and kind and um, prim and proper. Um, but uh, yeah, she lived a very uh, fast life, if that's one way to describe it. Um, she had um, uh, many relationships with people, um, and over the course of the of the series, we get to encounter uh, certain uh, men in her life who were important to her for several reasons. Um, such as the the character of uh, Bobby Briggs, uh, who's played by uh, Dana Ashbrook, uh, who's the high school football team captain. Um, she's also in a secret relationship with the character of James Hurley, playing played by James Marshall. Um, and uh, she also had um, sexual encounters with uh, the character of Ben Horn, who's played by Richard uh, Bamer. And also the truck driver slash uh, drug dealer Leo uh, Johnson, who's played by uh, Eric uh, DeRay. Um, but all of this um, isn't uh, well known, only to mainly to the people uh, who knew her uh, when she she wasn't at home, when she was not at school. You know, when she was becoming this promiscuous um, person um, and playing up to that character as well and but she was also someone who uh, saw a a psychotherapist um, um, and uh, yeah she yeah she was someone who who was just plagued and uh, Haunted, you could say, and uh, in many ways, um, she 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 could she could never uh, find a way to to live a normal life. And uh, her murder was something that shocked the whole town of Twin Peaks. And her murder was what led uh, FBI Special Agent Dale Cooper. Uh, played by Kyle McLaughlin, to Twin Peaks uh, to investigate her murder. And uh, Dale Cooper um, is a uh, he's got to be one of the the best characters ever ever created. Um, the way just the way that he talks, the way that he dresses, uh, the way that he has this obsession um, with uh, coffee. Um, yeah, he has this love of uh, good cherry pie. Um, 
and uh, he's constantly walking around holding a uh, micro cassette recorder that he uh, is uh, constantly uh, recording um, spoken word tapes and messages to uh, this mysterious woman by the name of Diane um, and uh, yeah Carl uh, McLaughlin just absolutely knocked that character out of the park in my opinion he is just so wonderfully um, uh, odd but also interesting and smart and he's always ahead of the curve he he knows what he's looking for he knows what he's he's doing and um, all of his um, uh, individual uh, quirky mannerisms just make him even more of this lovable uh, character and uh, yeah he's uh, and he's actually the character um, who really stays um, the same throughout the, the entire series the, the two s- series and who is obsessed with the uh, with finding out who murdered Laura Palmer and who also gets to discover more about Twin Peaks and about the the supernatural nature that uh, surrounds it um, because uh, not even the, the local sheriff um, Harry S. Truman uh, who's played by uh, Michael Ontkeen, uh has no idea of the, the true uh, um, supernatural uh, mystery that surrounds the, 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 the town um, and all of this uh, starts to come to light uh, after the the murder of Laura Palmer, as I said, and um, one thing I love about the the series as well uh, is how um, even though it's about a a serious uh, subject, the, the the murder of Laura Palmer, it also has very um, individualistic. Uh, components to every episode it's not afraid to be melodramatic it's not afraid to have uh, eccentric characters it's not afraid to um, to be different to have its own distinctive uh, music uh, and it, the score of the of the series um, composed by Angelo uh, uh, Bala Menti um, was a uh, was just a, a joy to listen to every every piece of music for it, and um, also the, the the main theme song um, to uh, Twin Peaks is just iconic in its own right. As is the, um, the 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 titles to it, you know, showing the the town of Twin Peaks and all the the beautiful sights around it. Um, and yeah, it's just a, a brilliant series, um, but it's also one that. Um, you can enjoy it for so many reasons Um, you can enjoy it for its eccentricity um, especially the the characters Uh, you could watch it for the to find out more about uh, Laura Palmer and who she was and how she came to be uh, murdered Um, and you can also just watch it for the, the interactions with these great characters played by these wonderful actors um and 
yeah, it's 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 a wonderful series. It's one that when I first watched it, because I, I I actually missed watching it when it first came out uh, back in 1990. I remember it coming on TV, um, but I didn't really take much notice of it. And it was only um, after the uh, just before the release of the, the third series, uh, which came out in 2017, um, that I went back. And I started watching Twin Peaks, both the first season and the second season, and also the the sequel film, Fire Walk With Me, which actually serves as a prequel to the first season. Um, and it depicts, as I said, the the the, the last seven days of uh, Laura Palmer's life. Uh, but yeah, so I, I started watching it just before the revival series, um, season three, and I was just absolutely hooked by it. Um, I watched it uh, again and again and again and I was obsessed with it and um, and I can see why it has such this such a cult following that even at the time people were obsessed with the question who killed Laura Palmer they were obsessed with the character of Dale Cooper and also obsessed with um, the characters of Twin Peaks because they're so iconic um, and yeah, throughout the series, it has so much depth um, to it. Um, you, you find out that, uh, as with most people, they're not always as they seem. Um, but in in Twin Peaks, things are definitely not as they seem because, as I said, there is this supernatural um, energy that surrounds the series. And things and the, um, that are seen in Twin Peaks, the experiences that I had, uh, are unlike anything um, anyone has uh, has known anywhere else. But um, Twin Peaks is also a series that, at times, especially the the sequel um, film that came out, uh, Fire Walk with Me. It's not always an easy watch. It's because it's so dense in its um, complexity and its detail. Uh, it can be hard to know exactly what is going on, and that's something that the I, I hear that even the, the 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 actual mystery of the series, who killed Laura Palmer, was something that David um, something that David Lynch didn't want to reveal because it was the main crux of the series and if you answer it then where do you go from there and um yeah i can i can see why that would be a a dilemma because uh it was the investigation of laura palmer's murder that um brought all these characters together and um brought dale cooper to uh twin peaks um and also brought him headlong into um, turning into uh, a character and having encounters with certain characters that uh, he would never have um, had the opportunity to do so if he hadn't been drawn to Twin Peaks. Um, But uh, he's an incredible investigator. As I said, he's incredibly intelligent, Dale Cooper. Um, and uh, he uh, he's just so uh, yeah such a so iconic uh, 
as I said, these obsession with cherry pie, and throughout the entire series, there's this obsession with cherry pie and coffee because cherry pie is homemade in the iconic um, diner uh, that is in Twin Peaks, uh, known as the uh, the Double R, um, and uh, yeah, it's. Um, yeah, the, 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 the Double R is um, run uh, and owned by uh, Norma Jennings, uh, who's played by uh, Peggy Lipton. And, um, yeah, also uh, um, Donna uh, Hayward, um, played by Lara Flynn Boyle, uh, who was Laura's best friend. Um, we get to see a lot more of... Uh, of uh, her um, friendship with uh, Laura. Um, we also get to know more about the the families as well because one thing that um, for me uh, Twin Peaks feels like is that it feels very accessible. Um, and I suppose it was, and I think it was mainly uh, written and um, and shot to be very much like a, a sitcom where they. Um, set up a a dynamic um, structure of families that all know each other and characters who, who all are associated with one another in some way, shape or form and that mainly it's supposed to be this very quiet um, quiet town uh, in Washington uh, but it is anything other than that um, because uh, there is there are things in the the woods surrounding Twin Peaks. There are other dimensions, in fact, um, that Twin Peaks appears to be uh, the gateway to. And um, one of the the main uh, antagonists of the of the series is the character of uh, Bob, or Killer Bob, as he's called. And um, he is this uh, interdimensional entity, I guess you could call him, who feeds on um, emotions such as uh, pain and sorrow. And uh, he is able to possess human beings and uh, act in a very, uh, um, a very traumatic way, you could say. Um, He's in fact responsible for the rape and the murder of uh, of Laura Palmer. Uh, but what is revealed is that uh, he raped and murdered Laura Palmer while he um, possessed Laura's uh, father, uh, Leland Palmer. And this revelation that came in the second season was a big shock to a lot of people uh, because no one saw the reveal that Leland Palmer, uh, who's played by the great Ray Wise, uh, would be the the killer. And uh, apparently Ray Wise himself hoped and prayed that uh, Leland Palmer wouldn't be the the person responsible um, for... uh, Laura Palmer's death, but um, and it was for me when I when I watched Twin Peaks, it was it was a shock for me uh, because 
it just seemed out of character even though there are moments when uh, we saw especially after Leland Palmer found out about Laura's death that he seemed to be having a nervous breakdown it was also something that affected um, uh, Laura Palmer's um, mother uh, um, uh, Sarah Palmer uh, played by uh, Grace uh, Zabriskie. Um, but yeah, the, the revelation that it was uh, it was Leland Palmer uh, was uh, was very shocking. But as is explained uh, throughout the um, the rest of the series, uh, uh, it was in fact this this character, this Bob, um, this very malevolent. Uh, spirit uh, who was played by uh, Frank Silver who originally was a just a set dresser on the pilot of Twin Peaks uh, but was given the role uh, of Bob um, um, because David uh, Lynch saw um, Frank Silver's face and liked uh, him so much and in fact the, I think the, the explanation that was given and the reason why David Lynch uh, decided to include Frank Silver, the, the set dresser, and make him into the character of uh, Bob was because uh, Frank Silver's um, face was uh, caught um, in the mirror, in one of the mirrors of the, the Palmer home, home uh, accidentally. And when uh, David Lynch saw this instead of uh, cutting it out he kept it in and decided to give an explanation for this as to being that um, Frank Silver was a character called Bob and um, yeah as I was saying Bob is this is a, like an entity from um, a place called the uh, the Black Lodge, uh, as it's referred to in the in the series, and it's a basically a realm which exists on an alternate plane of reality, um, and uh, there are several entities very similar to Bob that inhabit um, the uh, the Black Lodge, um, and it's mainly depicted as being this red room uh when we see in in the series it has these very tall red uh drapes it has this zigzagging uh black and white um floor to it and it's um it's seen throughout the series in uh dreams that agent cooper has um and even agent cooper even visits it uh at the end of the series um, and spends uh, 25 years there, in fact, um, which leads into the events of uh, the third season. Um, but things in the Black Lodge, or the, the Red Room, um, are sometimes very confusing, um, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's a place where entities, very powerful entities, um, inhabit and um, some of the, the the spirits there um, uh, look um, similar 
to people who were seen in the outside world. Um, um, but some of the most uh, recognizable characters um, are that of uh, the giant um, and uh, uh, the man from another place, as they're called. And um, yeah, the uh, the depiction of the of the Black Lodge, as it's called, as this red room, this uh, red draped room, uh, is very iconic, and it's something that has been referenced in uh, TV shows and video games. Um, and uh, it, it is uh, an iconic, iconic uh, thing, and it's where the the spirits. Uh, live basically the spirits that uh, possess people such as uh, Bob who possesses uh, Leland Palmer um, and at the end of the, the series the end of the, the second series um, we uh, we found out that Bob has in fact possessed um, Dale Cooper's uh, doppelganger um is uh, someone who uh, was was created so that Bob could leave the Black Lodge and and uh, live a life in uh, in the real world. Um, there are also other characters such as um, uh, um, Mike, um, who uh, exists within the the real world, but they have a uh, a connection to the Black Lodge. And um, yeah, so that the, it's a series that is um, is not for everybody, but it's a series that you can you can watch, and if you're invested into it um, and you become obsessed with it, then you, there is a uh, an absolute treasure trove of uh, questions and answers and mysteries and. Um, uh, one of the mysteries, uh, or the mysterious characters, I should say, of the series, is that of uh, Margaret uh, Lanterman, also known as the Log Lady, uh, who was played by Catherine E. Coulson, and um, she is synonymous uh, for being a resident of Twin Peaks, uh, and also the fact that everywhere she goes, she carries a log with her. Uh, yeah, you heard me right. A piece of uh, a tree, and she believes that her log uh, speaks to her, um, and uh, she has this psychic connection, um, this uh, gift of clairvoyance um, that she claims uh, allows her to speak to the log, and the log. Uh, is able to give her uh, messages and uh, warnings and um, at, uh, throughout the, the first season the, the, the second season um, of Twin Peaks uh, we had, every episode had an introduction given by the long lady that basically set up the, the story of each episode throughout the series and um, yeah, uh, what a very uh, iconic character in in themselves, um, and also very uh, eccentric. Um, 
but uh, yeah, wonderfully Twin Peaks, because that's one thing about Twin Peaks that I love, is that they have all these eccentric characters in it, as well as these very dangerous characters, um, you know, uh, um, characters who uh, take drugs, who uh, are living on the, the edge of uh, society, um, uh, some who are not very nice people, some who are very sweet, uh, and, um, you know, they're, they're not as, uh, smart as other, the other people of the, of the town, uh, such as, um, the character of, uh, Lucy, uh, uh, Moran, uh, who's played by, uh, Kimmy Robertson, um, and, uh, she's, uh, the, the, the sheriff station secretary, um, and, uh, also, uh, Deputy Sheriff Andy Brennan, uh, who's played by Harry Goes, uh, who's this very naive deputy at the, the sheriff's station there. Um, but, uh, yeah, he's, uh, they're, they're well-meaning, uh, and they would never hurt anybody, but they're, they're very, um, very eccentric. Uh, and in fact, they have a mutual, uh, affection for one another. Um, both Andy and uh, and Lucy, and there's also other great characters such as Deputy uh, Sheriff uh, Tommy Hawk Hill, uh, who was played by uh, Michael Horse, who is um, of uh, Native American uh, ancestry, uh, who is an expert tracker, and um, yeah, he he doesn't say a lot, but when he does say something, you you really listen to him one of those characters and um and yeah some some other incredible uh characters um uh such as uh, dr will haywood uh played by warren frost uh who is uh, the character donna haywood's um father and he's the town physician um and uh benjamin horn uh played by richard uh Bamer, who is a, a local businessman and who owns the Great Northern Hotel, is a very complex character, um, and uh, of course the character of Audrey Horn, who is uh, Benjamin Horn's daughter and uh, also a classmate of Laura Palmer, uh, who's played by uh, Sherilyn Fenn, and uh, she's a wonderfully uh, eccentric but uh, very sensual character and um, she becomes uh, enamoured with Dale Cooper almost from the moment that he enters the town and uh, she's a lot younger than Dale Cooper of course she's uh, uh, at school at high school uh, but she doesn't uh, this doesn't dissuade her from showing her affections to Dale Cooper Um, and uh, yeah wonderful character wonderful character um and uh there's also uh some other uh great characters um uh, that uh that show up throughout the, the the series um such as uh uh dr lawrence uh jacoby uh who is the town psychiatrist who's played by russ uh tamblin uh who is actually 
uh, Laura Palmer, psychiatrist, and who Laura was recording um, uh, video, um, sorry, uh, cassette tapes too about her her thoughts and her feelings. Um, but uh, yeah, there's some uh, other good characters such as uh, Major Garland Briggs, uh, who is. Um, the character of uh, Bobby Briggs' uh, father, uh, and he knows um, some information. He works for the the Air Force, uh, and he's involved with some classified experiments with the Air Force. Uh, he's played by the the late great Don Davis, uh, who was a wonderful uh, actor. He's wonderful in the the TV series Stargate SG One, uh, but he was great in this character. Someone who plays his cards close to the chest who knows a lot about some of the things that aren't disclosed to the public, such as supernatural um, things that happen. Um, and, um, yeah, the, the, the character of uh, Jerry Horn, who is uh, Benjamin Horn's uh, brother and business partner, played by uh, David Patrick Kelly. And, in fact, there, there is so many characters um that pop up throughout the uh the series um and i have to point out um david Duchovny actually uh pops up in in the series in season two and also in season three i should say and he plays dea agent denise bryson who is a transgender dea agent um who uh, assists agent cooper um and uh yeah he's absolutely hilarious in in the, the series um his interactions with dale cooper as well as um david lynch's character because not only was he the character the creator and the writer and the producer of twin peaks but david lynch also um starred in the series as the character of uh, bureau chief gordon cole um uh, who uh, comes to Twin Peaks initially to assist uh, Dale Cooper in uh, Laura Palmer's case, but uh, he has a more prominent role in the third season, um, which is absolutely wonderful. I'd love to just uh, cover that in its own separate episode, uh, because in itself, it's, uh, it's like a movie of, uh, in its own right. Um, but yeah, as I say, so many characters that um, show up throughout the series um who recur and who all know one another it seems like it's a very small town where everybody knows everybody um but the the thing is that not everybody knows what is going on in the town um because uh, as i say it's um it's a place where uh, things um extra-dimensional um, occurrences happening all over the town and there are certain places such as uh, the Black Lodge uh, and the the White Lodge um, uh, where things happen and um, yeah it's it's just so such an iconic TV series and um, it's unapologetically unique uh, it has very unique characters, very unique storylines, um, very unique 
music but um, the music in the in the series also is uh, something to 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 listen to on its own um uh, it's uh it's um uh, theme is beautiful uh, as i say composed by angelo um uh, uh and uh yeah also uh the uh the singer uh, julie cruz um contributed a lot to the uh to the music and um yeah it's um yeah such a beautiful beautiful score to this uh series which absolutely looks stunning i have to say um absolutely stunning um the 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 surrounding area of twin peaks um is just uh really beautiful and uh and yeah, and it's, it's that's why it's such a such a fascinating series uh, to me because um, it has so many layers to it, it has so many components to it, so many characters to it that uh, you grow to become associated with, um, and you go to to love and to and to want to follow through the entirety of the of the series. Um, Including the the, the more uh, um, supernatural uh, entities, who when you you see them, you don't truly know or even really truly find out what their intentions are, but you know that they are they they are different in lots of ways. Um, but uh, that's the one thing. That's the great thing about the series is that there is this ongoing mystery that runs through the entire series but you also have these um these episodes uh which will just highlight these uh eccentric um things about the about the about the town um and but it's uh as i say it's not for everybody i can i can definitely see why some people might not enjoy it um more than others but i think it would have been interesting to see um what it would be have become if it hadn't been cancelled back in 1991 if the series was allowed to uh to become its own thing and grow into something else uh perhaps moving on from the the mystery of uh um who killed laura palmer but i suppose at the time it was uh, it was a series that stood out because uh, then even now um, a lot of people have a very short attention span and uh, some people who watch TV they want answers they want everything tied up with a with a bow um, they want to know where something came from why a character does a certain thing but um, one of the great thing things about David. Lynch and the things that he makes, the TV shows, um, mostly the the movies that he makes, uh, which are iconic in their own right, are are films that um, are some non-linear in their narrative structures, uh, but they are full of 
great images, great storytelling. Um, and I think that's mainly down to the fact that David Lynch is such an incredible artist as well as a, a great filmmaker. And um, he infused a lot of his um, art direction and uh, his uh, aptitude for creating these iconic characters in the, especially the characters that he created for uh, Twin Peaks, uh, which are some are surreal some are um very uh offbeat very uh eccentric i think that's the word that crops up a lot uh i think you've 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 noticed that uh, as you've been listening to me talk uh and trying to describe the series uh the eccentricities that um are run throughout the entire series and that's to its strength uh in my opinion um because it's this is what sets it apart from any other TV series is that it wasn't afraid to be its own thing even back then and that may have been the reason why it was ultimately cancelled that people didn't uh, tune in to watch it because back in those days back in the early 90s um, you actually had to be at home to watch a series like that to follow it follow it from week to week um, Whereas now people watch TV series and movies while they're on the go, uh, on their mobile phones, on their tablets, on their laptops, uh, not just on a TV screen. But um, when David Lynch makes a, makes something, he really wants whatever he's making to feel like a film and to be seen on the the biggest screen it can be because um, that the the things that he instills into each of his creations, whether it be a film or a TV show, are these very um, detailed, uh, high concept, um, wonderfully uh, artistic um, details. And if you are someone who obsesses over TV shows, uh, just like I have done over the years, um, I remember watching the TV series Lost from the first episode to the last episode and every episode I was obsessed with it I suppose Lost was my version of Twin Peaks um, um, and when I watched it I was absolutely uh, I was trawling over every detail just as a lot of people on the internet were and um, when the the series of Twin Peaks uh, came back in 2017 for a third season on Showtime people who liked Lust or and who were also fans of the first two seasons of Twin Peaks tuned in and they poured over every detail of the series and uh, made YouTube videos about it, uh, wrote blog posts and um, just became uh, compelled by the, the new mysteries um, that were being uh, being depicted um, but in the third season most of the uh, the mystery was where is Dale Cooper because at the end of season two of Twin Peaks as I uh, as I said earlier we find out that um, Killer Bob uh, the character of Bob who um, inhabited Laura Palmer's father Leland Palmer and subsequently ended up raping Laura Palmer and murdering her. Killer Bob 
uh, finds himself um, inhabiting um, and taking on the form of uh, Dale Cooper and going out into the world and uh, basically wreaking havoc uh, because he, that's just what he does. Um, but uh, he's a very dangerous character, Bob, and uh, we only get to see little glimpses of him in the the, the first two seasons of um, of Twin Peaks. But he is a menace, a menacing spirit. Uh, but he's played wonderfully, even though um, Frank Silver doesn't really say a word. He the only thing that he really utters is that of a a laugh. Um, when we see him in the the form that he chooses to to look like this uh, man dressed in denim, a denim jacket and denim trousers uh, with uh, long grey hair, um, always from most of the time smiling, this menacing smile and giving this menacing stare. Um, but for a lot of the time. Um, He's inhabiting um, certain characters such as Leland uh, Palmer, uh, but we don't realise it at the time. We don't realise that Leland Palmer has been compromised, that um, that this happened on multiple occasions, and that Bob, uh, through Leland, was the actual murderer of Laura Palmer. But it's, um, yeah, it's such a a fantastic series one that's uh one that you you smile at one that you laugh at one that you become entranced by um it's also a series that has things in it that um uh, are sad i mean you really do feel for the characters going through some of the situations that they go through um but all throughout you 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 really are rooting for the character of Dale Cooper um, to uh, finally uh, find out who the uh, the culprit was of Laura Palmer's uh, murder, and I suppose that's why when we find out at the end of uh, season two that he has been inhabited uh, by Killer Bob, it's such it's so shocking, and it is shocking because. At in the last episode of the second season, we see all we see who we think is Dale Cooper smashing his head against uh, the um, bathroom mirror in his uh, uh, lodge uh, hotel room, and uh, he's giving this med- giving out this menacing laugh, and uh, he looks in the mirror and we see that it's Bob, um, you know, explaining that Bob is now uh within the body or the appearance has now as the appearance of dale cooper and yeah shocking um but there are several shocking moments throughout the series uh, especially in the the uh the sequel slash uh prequel film uh to the series uh firewalk with me there are some things in that that are horrific um you know actually seeing um, Leland Palmer raping his daughter and um, terrorising her and also seeing what Laura Palmer went through, the things that she had to endure um, and she had a very troubled a troubled life um, but um, 
yeah, it's, no matter what, it's such a wonderful, iconic series that I, I, I never get uh, enough of watching over and over again. Um, so many great characters, so many great actors. Um, Kyle MacLachlan is fantastic as Dale Cooper. Um, uh, Madchen Amick, who plays Shelley Johnson, uh, who is the young diner uh, waitress uh, at the the Double R Diner, uh, who is married to the the abusive uh, Leo Johnson. Uh, but who is also having an affair with uh, Bobby Briggs. Uh, um, but yeah, great, great uh, actor. Uh, but the one who plays the the actor who plays Bobby Briggs, uh, Dana Ashbrook's also great. Um, Lara Flynn Boyle who plays Donna Haywood. Uh, she was great as well. Uh, Sherilyn Fenn as Audrey Horn. Um, just I don't think anyone else could have played her just like she did um Warren Frost plays Dr William Hayward uh Peggy Lipton of course wonderful Peggy Lipton who played Norma Jennings the owner of the Double R Diner uh James Marshall who played uh, James Hurley um who's also a friend of uh Laura and uh, Donna uh Everett McGill as Ed Hurley uh James Hurley's uncle um, and friend of Sheriff Truman, who's also uh, in a secret relationship um, uh, with Norma Jennings, uh, who we, uh, we see he has to try and keep um, keep quiet um, uh, because uh, they don't want uh, his uh, his wife to find out. But he's always had this this thing for for Norma and. Uh, um, yeah, Ray Wise as Leland Palmer. Um, uh, yeah, so many. I could, I could go on and on and on. Um, and that's 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 what it is. It's, it's a series with wonderful characters played by wonderful and incredible actors. That is um, all things to all people, I would say. Um, it has these mysterious characters such as the giant. Uh, who's played by uh, Carol uh, Stroyken, um, who gives Agent Cooper clues to find Laura's killer throughout the series. Um, uh, the Man from Another Place, uh, who's played by Michael J. Anderson, uh, who is this mysterious entity from the Black Lodge, uh, who appears in Dale Cooper's dreams, um, and also alongside Laura. Um, and, uh, yeah, one, some, um, Jan Darcy plays, uh, Sylvia Horn, uh, Audrey's mother, uh, Ben's wife, um, uh, yeah, fantastic, uh, fantastic actors, um, playing some great, uh, great characters, and I don't think there will ever be uh, another series like Twin Peaks, I know, as I said before, some people have noted that Twin Peaks was their inspiration to create their own TV shows and films that have uh, a very high concept uh, story to them, that have very deep, well-rounded um, characters with uh, deep, um, motivations that also have 
very supernatural or paranormal um, characters within them. But uh, I think the the everything from the music, the eccentricities of the series, the uh, the otherworldly characters, um, the menace from characters such as Bob, um, the uh, the character of. Uh, um, uh, the man from another place, uh, you know, the, the, the characters that if you saw them in anything else, you would know that they were a ripoff of uh, Twin Peaks because they're so iconic. The, you, you feel like if you saw them in anything else that uh, they were um, inspired by at least um, uh, Twin Peaks. But, um, yeah, it's just uh, I, I could go on and on and on, and it's it's also a series that you can put on and enjoy, and you could analyze every detail of every episode uh, if you really wanted to, and some people have, uh, which is which is great. I think that it just shows that the passion that fans have for a for a, a series when they they delve over every every detail and. They know for a fact that creators such as David Lynch and writer Mark Frost uh, have put details into the episode specifically because they know that people will be so interested that they'll want to know more about uh, the series that they're watching and uh, the level of detail in the characters, uh, in the storylines of the episode is just impeccable in my opinion and it was no wonder that um, it did finally get a, re- a limited revival series back in uh, 2017, um, which uh, was made 25 years after the fact that the the previous two seasons uh, aired. Um, but it was well worth the wait. That series, it's something that I'd, I'd like to talk about in a, in a future episode, because um, it's also. Um, iconic in itself that series has some wonderful moments we also get to find out what happened to certain characters 25 years on from the end of Twin Peaks uh, the original two seasons but um, yeah if you you haven't seen Twin Peaks and you ever get the opportunity to either watch it on TV um, or maybe even buy it on DVD or Blu-ray definitely uh, definitely check it out You, you won't be disappointed um, it's eccentric, it's iconic, it's weird, it's wonderful, and it's addictive. I really have to say, it's something that you'll you'll watch and you'll say, oh, I don't think I got that, and then you'll watch it again and you'll say, oh, I don't think I got that, and then you'll watch it again and you'll think, oh, hang on, that means that that is that, and oh, and yeah you get that kind of experience where you the more you watch it you the more you understand and the more uh, of the series you watch the more you'll uh, enjoy it I think as well um, but it's just something that you could take great interest in and analyze every detail of or you could just put it on and just enjoy watching great characters in a great setting uh, speaking to some wonderful lines um 
and uh, just enjoy enjoy every moment of every episode um, and I always do every time I get the opportunity to watch it but um, yeah the film uh, Fire Walk With Me um, I just have to say it's, it's not an easy watch uh, but it is very revealing about um, who killed Laura Palmer why they killed Laura Palmer um, who Laura Palmer was um, and how she she suffered uh, with addiction and uh, with basically being used by um, a great deal of um, people uh, and it subsequently led to uh, her death um, but yeah wonderfully wonderfully acted um, stand out to me are Carl McLaughlin as Dale Cooper um, and uh, um, of course um, Laura Palmer uh, herself um, uh, Cheryl Lee uh, who would go on to play another character within the, the series uh, Madeline Maddie Ferguson uh, who is in an absolute identical uh, cousin to uh, Laura Palmer um, uh, and uh, yeah wonderful series so yeah like I say if you get the opportunity to watch Twin Peaks either the first two series that came out in the 90s or the revival series that came out in 2017 give it a go uh, you might be surprised at how much you like it and how much you might become obsessed to watch more and more and maybe even go online and chat with the, the countless other fans that are out there who enjoy the series um, and uh, who love it and uh, who to them has become uh, an obsession um, back when first aired just as it uh, continues to be an obsession uh, to them to this day but yeah so I think I'm going to leave it there for now uh, I just want to say thank you for listening I hope you like what you heard, and I'll talk to you again soon. If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience, um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry, um, then you... Uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me, uh, which is my website, and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years. Um, you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, a book form, uh, and go to Amazon, and you'll find um, all ten of my books that I've had published. Um, they're all books of poetry, um, uh, books of stories, uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences, um, and there'll be more to come. And uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to uh, to the podcast, then you can do so by heading over to Patreon and searching for Mark the Poet, and uh, your uh, your support would be greatly appreciated. Um, but uh, as I was saying, I hope you liked what you heard in this uh, episode, um, and I'll talk to you again soon.